This is Drunk Idiot Reviews with your host, Carter Nordyke. That is me. Um, I meant to give this introduction to you guys last week, but unfortunately, we had some technical difficulties um, and uh, due to a computer crash and due to an unruly guest, we un- ended up losing the entire uh, first episode. But nonetheless, we're starting again. We're starting strong. Uh, so every week here at Drunk Idiot Reviews, we pick one movie, uh, generally one that's not getting the most attention of the week. Something's still in theaters, but nothing, um, you know, first week Infinity War type releases. And we talk about them with a special guest over a, a few drinks of alcohol. Um, last week we had a sterling success. I really do wish you could listen to it, but unfortunately you can't. Um, and that knowledge will only be left to me and a select few others. Uh, but until that time, we have a solid second guest, someone jumping in at the 11th hour to save this episode uh, due to our prior scheduled guest coming in sick. Uh, is uh, And fun fact, he's our intern here at the group. This is intern Shane. Shane, thank you for joining us. Well, it's good to be here, finally putting me to do something useful around here. Yeah, um, that's not really my problem as much as it is yours. You see, I haven't been able to find any reason to use you for anything. You, uh, your resume was glowing, sparkling, had all these amazing technical requirements and a deep knowledge of film, and yet when you got here, anytime I'd ask you to do even the most menial of tasks with sound checks and such you would say oh that's not my department uh, yeah. can, can you just explain that a little bit to me because i'm not i'm not sure whose department that would even be if not yours i do the film i do the film i do the wheels with the wheel the, and i cut the tape and everything mm-hmm. and i splice the stuff together you're asking me to do things with digital and so, everything okay all right let mm. so you work with the actual film itself absolutely were you aware that we are not making movies here or actually shooting anything? Our production is entirely digitally based. You know, I was really wondering why I was not getting any payment for this. Uh, see, uh, here's another miscommunication. Uh, I thought we were doing college credit. Again, it said on your resume that you were looking for college credit. Um, you were seeking a master a in film money. studies. And uh, a little money. I, you know, you really need to you be willing to pay. You got to pay for the talent, mate. <laughs> I feel like you have to be willing to, to say these type of things up front too, because now I look like a poor businessman and, uh, I'm saddled here with you and I'm just not sure what we can don't, even do. Don't worry. This is America. This is the land of the unpaid internship. And right. You are now. Let's at least try and get some mileage out of you. Shane. I want to ask you today about a, a small genre, but one that's pretty close to my heart, uh, the teen dark comedy. Now, uh, we've got our Heathers. We've got our Election. We've got a whole other like three or four films. What do you, in general, think about this type of genre? Honestly... 
it's just some weird shit, man. <laughs> Fucking teenage, like any like a normal like teenage people. Like you look, you're watching this movie, like Lady Bird, for instance, that you were mm-hmm. so hyping. Lady Bird. It before. was the best movie of last year, and I will stand by that okay. until the end of time. Okay, mate. All right, let's. All right. Yeah, even then, you're looking at teenagers, and you're just like, wow, these are just weird creatures. And And the moment you add, like, a dark spin to it, then Mm -hmm. it's just, what the flying fuck is going on (laughs) with these people? Because you don't, teenagers, you know, you you don't know what the fuck they're going to do. They're in that phase where they're, like, driven completely by hormones. They're barely even human. I'm willing to go on record and say that. They are not human. They're much closer to beasts. Speaking as somebody who was Possibly opossums. Yes, Yes, they're practically marsupials of the fucking <laughs> age spectrum. Yeah, they're just odd, just very odd people. And so when you add a dark spin to it, it can almost feel like it's almost too real. Too real. Too real. So you you watch Heathers, uh, a movie about a, 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 a teenage girl who's picked on by the popular girls who then plans to kill them with her uh you know her edgy boyfriend and you think that that's too real for me you never fucking god you never know with fucking kids <laughs> jesus mary mother and joseph mm. is there is there a movie? They first they're talking about pumped up kicks, and then the next thing you know, they're shooting it. The next thing you know, they're shooting people. Did you ever own any pumped up kicks? Never. Did God you? no heels? Fuck that. I'm sorry. I'm getting a sense that this is too real for you, and that we're digging so into. There's some a reason why we tender don't. There's a reason here. I do not like these dark teenage comedies. <laughs> too real. I guess. Is there any any? Uh, who is your favorite teenage character in film? If you if you had to pick one, one that didn't strike you as annoying or destructive, or you know, absolutely just Honestly, insane, mate. just Xander from Buffy, <laughs> just an all around likable dude, not too smart but not too dumb, mm-hmm. always just trying to do what he can and. God damn it, most of the time just failing. Mm. And but we all he, know kept, he persevered. Yeah, we all know the Buffy is just a story of failure. That is what I think it's known for. Mm. You know, you don't seem to have a lot of insight into the things you watch, uh, for being a proclaimed film master. Do you Yeah, you know, what 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 what's your favorite movie? Oh, favorite movie? Oh well, that would be um the Passion of Jonah Arc, nineteen twenty-eight. Oh, okay. That's a that's a much deeper cut than I guess I was expecting. Silent Era was the best era. Mm. Have you watched any you know talkies before this? Hmm. Talkies, like you know, where like they actually like speak in the yeah, film. Yeah, it's you where can actually hear that. Yeah, when when their lips move, uh, they, there's new techniques to where the audio actually comes out at the same time that their lips move. Um, I'm not quite sure the science of it. I'm pretty sure that they uh, render it with some sort of computing device. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Stop, 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 stop! You're saying that you don't need to immediately cut a scene and then put up the big caption box with the line in it. I, I believe that that 
practice might have stopped. Um, let me see. The first talkie, uh, I want to say it was Greece. I think that's when they they started doing it. Yeah, Greece was the, that's why it was such a phenomenon. The play? Yeah, they 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 actually uh, turned it into a movie. Believe it or not. Get the fuck out of here. Yes, there. yes. A, a little little boy named Johnny Travolta. Uh, you know they they call him uh, a master of his craft. Uh, he he really just reinvented the cinema as we know it. Uh, he he also directed that movie. Wow, fuck me. <laughs> Jesus. I'd rather not. But thank you for putting it out there and asking. Anytime. Okay, I'm your intern. <laughs> you are. Fuck me up, fam. Now, I, I, mm, I don't want people to think that we've got un, unfair power dynamics here in the studio. You're an intern, it's and I respect that, but I, I don't want anything to do with you romantically, or sensually, or sexually. The two are very different to me. Just putting it out there, mate. Well, I appreciate it nonetheless. Now, um. I do want to ask something. So, so the movie that we saw today, Thoroughbreds, um, is the debut of a writer director. Now, in the last uh, couple of years, I think we've seen a lot of really strong writer director debuts. My question to you is, um, who's your favorite actor? Favorite actor? Wow. Yeah. Hmm. So many to choose from. I'm missing me. It would be John Travolta very easily. John Travolta, really? Yeah, Johnny Travolta, man. Really? Wow. Uh, what? I would really just go straight Have up you not and seen... just say Tom Cruise, man. Have you not seen Wild Dogs? Wild Or Old Dogs? Sorry. Very not. Very not. I have not. All right. Tom Cruise. Why Tom Cruise? Tom Cruise. Man never ages. He's starting to show it a little bit, I think. A little bit. A little bit but, of turkey you know, neck. He's not and like Keanu Brewster. Reeves, which is just a natural like. Va- Keanu well, Reeves, as you know, is actually a full-on vampire. Yeah, he, no. never, he will never change. It's why every time anyone sees him out in public, he's very sad, but, and because of perpetual sunburn. Tom Cruise is more like a wax figurine. He's mm-hmm. actually uh, starting to melt a little bit. Mm, okay, but now, still that, looks good. Now, Tom Cruise, Scientology. The two are impossible to separate however when i think scientology i think of one guy one guy in particular this little uh little boy by the name of johnny travolta um you really are on to this john and i just i i'm really sad that we didn't get any john travolta movies in the last you know couple days i mean had there been a john travolta movie for the debut of this podcast that would have been a real scoop I would have, you know, I've been on my game. I would have had so much to talk about. As it is, I, you know, I don't, I don't want to tell anyone this, but I don't really have anything to talk about. I have no idea what I'm doing right now, and it I shows. Oh man, oh, it just, I, I want to turn this into a John Travolta podcast, but I don't want to make it seem like that, you know. And that's that's actually really fucking weird. I, I, but don't you get it? Don't you, don't you like him? He's a good Italian, and that's all I will He's say. He's a good Italian and a good man, and that's what I'll say. Mm-hmm. Sure. I don't know the way anything he, about his character. Well, the way he honored uh, Adina Menzel at the Oscars all those years ago, I, I think, like, wow, it really spoke to 
how great a guy he is. Also, he's just really cute, you know? He is a very cute guy. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. He's got those those lips. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yep. If if I were into that, you know, wow. Oh, that smile just... Mm. That guy, I mean, and, you know, those That's eyes... That's where the trouble all starts, really, with all John Travolta. <laughs> and those eyes, they, they definitely don't look like, you know, he's plotting to skin you and wear it later. It's a skin suit. No, never. No, absolutely. And too too many actors look that way nowadays, I Mm, think, personally. I don't want to name names, names. but Timothy Chalamet. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. Mm. I don't know. He wants to crawl inside my skin suit, I think. Mm. I don't know. All right. Well, Shane, I see that you've already finished the concoction that we've made for you here today, but Mm. that's also why I brought a little extra down. Mm. Uh, it made a little thing called the affluenza punch. Um, and now this, uh, this is a drink inspired by the movie that we saw today, thoroughbreds, uh, that we will be discussing in just a little bit. Um, I, I made it to capture the elements of the movie and that's what I want to do here. I want to, I want to distill a film into a drink. And so what I did here was I uh, still a good adjective. Yeah, dis- distill is a, a verb. Oh but, shit! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now uh, it, it's it consists of champagne, uh, pomegranate liqueur, Pinot Noir. Um, let's see what else is in there. Uh, I don't. I I think that might be. It? Oranges, yes, and some sliced oranges. Yes, don't forget the uh, fucking oranges. Yeah, we'll we'll put up the recipe for it later. Now, what what do you think of this? Drink? Honestly, I, I'm not gonna lie. I, I it would tastes never ask like you a to very lie. sad orange juice. This is an orange juice that <laughs> is like slipped into alcoholism. Okay, but when it comes to drinks, that's all right. I, I like my juices to be alcoholics when they're in drinks. I'll take that. Uh, I appreciate your honesty, but I would just like to remind you that you are indeed my intern and that your college future lies with me. Uh, mm. So now we're, we're getting to the point of the show where we have to take our first break. Uh, when we come back, we're going to be discussing our movie in full. We're going to be dissecting more of our interns' likes and dislikes when it comes to film. Uh, and we're going to try and get to the bottom of you know, whether or not I should keep, keep them on the crew. Uh, so hang tight, and we will be right back. And we are back. Shane just ingested a few more shots of... Uh, various oh, liquors. Mary, mother, and Joseph. And, and uh, Shane, can you uh, t- educate us again, real quick, on why they call it spirits? Doesn't everybody already know this? I, I honestly, oh, I. Jesus fucking Christ! I'm surrounded by fucking peasants. Oh, okay. Well, weird thing to say to your boss, but you know, the reason I'll let it slip spirits is because every time you're actually pouring yourself a glass of liquor. There's a tiny little spirit in it, a little ghost, if you will. Mm -hmm. And they all live together in these bottles. They all live together in these bottles, yes. That's why the spirits are called spirits. Anyway, what happens is when you drink this liquor straight, 
When the moment you add some like lesser stuff, the it spirit the like flies away. I, no, no, it doesn't no. kill it. Hmm. That's why people generally suggest that you mix the cocktails together because it's actually more humane. Ah, oh, you're 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 sending them on their merry way to the afterlife. Yes, yeah, so they're going over into the other world and everything. Mm. They're chilling and partying, but when you drink it straight, you're ingesting this spirit. Mm-hmm. Now, folks, you all know when after your meal you take a shot of vodka as a chaser for like every meal as we all do every as meal. we all do and you lose your breath for a second that is actually your soul detaching from you to eat this little spirit so your soul can go stronger and when it detaches it, the soul, your soul eats this little spirit and grows stronger. That's, this is why they're called spirits, and that's why you lose your breath when mm-hmm. you just take a shot. So people, My soul did not uh, like the spirit <laughs> that uh, Carter just fed me. I don't know, I don't know why, because we buy only the finest It was here. young. Um, uh, young and full of vigor. Vigor, that's the word. No, and full of vigor. No, and nobody sh- a- talks about fucking young spirits or old spirits. That shit was young as fuck. Well, I don't know. Did you ever see you the gave Grudge? Me an infant. You ever see the Grudge? It was a scary little kid. An old mm-hmm. spirit inside the scary little kid. The, he, the, the spirit. Because children are terrifying, as are teenagers. As are teenagers, which is you old. don't get. You don't stop being scary until you reach your twenties. Mm-hmm. And this is why we will now transition into talking about Thoroughbreds. Mm. Now, Thoroughbreds, a new movie this year. Uh, tw- uh, well, actually released last year at festivals. Uh, wide release this year. Two upper-class teenage girls in suburban Connecticut rekindle their unlikely friendship after years of growing apart. Together, they hatch a plan to solve both of their problems, no matter what the cost. That is the IMDb uh, synopsis. Uh, starring uh, Anya Taylor-Joy, Olivia Cook, Anton Yelkin, uh, and directed and written by first-time director and writer Corey Finley. Now, Shane, we just got back not even an hour ago from seeing this movie. Uh, what are your thoughts? You know, honestly, if you're looking for a nice little dark comedy... This is a good one for you. I don't know what else is out there in the market right now, but you know, if you're looking for something that's going to make you both cringe a little bit and then like also make you laugh at the same time, this is a really good movie for you. Also, if you're a huge fan of Get Out and you like cringy white people, <laughs> this is this is a movie for you. This is like almost like a sequel to uh, Get Out. Only now, you hail white. you hail from connecticut also just Those side note plant i cannot still sustain i now i just as a side note real quick i cannot condone the get out sequel <laughs> comparison so uh please direct all your complaints about that towards intern shane but now shane uh, as as a connecticut in a canadian canadian uh what what do you see okay. of your state in this Movie. Oh God! This is a movie full of Gold Coast. This is rich billionaires. 
just fucking having nice houses and everything, mm-hmm. nice mansions, servants mm-hmm. and everything. Just living fat off the lamb while the fucking poor folk fucking starve. They're the kind of people that you would actively rebel against, right? If I, as I people, as I remember, recall, this, you were quite a, the anarchist. The, no, 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 yes. no, no, uh, no. Now you told. I know you don't want this on air. Oh, but fuck off, Connor. I, I have your should thing. be shot and crucified yeah. at the same time. I know you were you were big into uh, TPing the 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 man's house, mm. uh, and that you know, uh, really, some of your shenanigans actually got you sent down here to uh, good old Virginia. Mm. You're you're on the lamb, as I understand it. Uh, you know, <laughs> it's not so much that I'm on the lamb; it's as I am. Sad for my state, man. Mm. I came down here to good old the Nova because mm-hmm. this was a uh, appeared to be a land of opportunity, <laughs> whereas Connecticut did not appear to be a land of opportunity. Mm. If you're from Connecticut, you know. Shit's not good. Pretty sure most of our listenership is actually, well, going to be in connecticut and you know no one else is listening to that but i got a pretty good feeling that oh, most of, of the people listening to this um all right so so getting back to to the movie um uh positives what do you think were the high points of this movie in terms of like what were its greatest assets you know it honestly pulled made a dark comedy actually funny mm-hmm a lot of dark comedies, like, it's really hard to laugh at some of the jokes that they try and pull and everything. Mm-hmm. But this one, God, I, I was enjoying every minute of it. Smile never left my face. I kind of cringed a little bit. But, mm-hmm. you know, the comedy remained there through and through. And as for other things, I would say it also was very successful in not, like making you any sympathetic toward like the stepfather in this thing nor really Mm. make you any sympathetic to the girls either Mm -hmm. like you you didn't have any you were you were managed to remain detached from this whole situation you would probably be re it would probably feel like you're reading this in your in the paper and you're just reading this as a fucking tabloid like fucking story where you're just fucking laughing at fucking rich people shenanigans Mm -hmm. yeah i i definitely agree I, i think the key to a good dark comedy is to not make any one character too sympathetic um if if someone's not shitty then you're gonna end up feeling sorry for them and really only a few dark comedies tend to pull that off pretty well um generally like if they make the turn to to being more serious or something uh i think this this movie did a really good job of balancing like it never veered too far hard into comedy uh where it was you know outright making jokes all the time it was all situational um which i appreciated uh, but at the same time, never seemed to take itself too seriously, uh, despite you know the plot of the movie revolving around two teenage girls trying to kill one of their stepfathers, um, and uh, you know for for me, uh, I think its greatest asset had to be the dialogue. Um, I think dialogue was incredibly snappy and well written. Uh, I'm not sure. I'm not very familiar with any other work Corey Finley's done, uh, even in terms of television or you know writing outside of this at all. 
Um, but he has, he definitely seems to have a, a, a good, uh, you know, ear for dialogue, um, making everyone have a distinct voice yet. All of it, I would say was very clever and well-written. Uh, definitely a guy to watch in my opinion. Um, what did you think of the acting performances? Any stick out All to you? of them were, uh, very good. Mm-hmm. Yes, the girls were fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a I'm a big stand for Anya Taylor Joy. Uh, she's for, you know every movie she's been in, I've seen so far, just out of a sense of loyalty, she's been doing a great job. Um, I, she's got New Mutants coming up, which doesn't seem like it'll be the greatest, but I'm still gonna see because of her. Uh, you know, she hasn't steered me wrong yet, so I'll hang in there. Um, and also another thing I want to say, uh, what were your thoughts on the score? The score was actually mm-hmm. quite nice. Mm-hmm. Yes, it definitely added mm-hmm. something to the, definitely added mm-hmm. something to the movie. I would agree. I think it's one of the better scores I've heard recently, uh, managed to evoke more of a horror vibe. Uh, it did. Times, it absolutely but, did. But absolutely to the film's benefit, uh, one of the things I do think that helps it to to stand away from other dark comedies, it almost feels like you're uh, in the backseat of watching like the serial killers. Obvi- although obviously she ha- they haven't committed a murder yet, um, but because of those vibes and because the girls are never really in any danger, they are the danger. Uh, it, it was just an interesting feeling the film gave me, and I I really liked that. Now, I want to ask you, though, what didn't work about this movie? What didn't work? Oh, my goodness. Mm-hmm. Uh, one thing I would say is the setting was just way too heavy on just rich white trash trying to pretend it's something older than it actually <laughs> was. If you look in the background, paintings, old fucking replica paintings galore. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the background of this house of like old classical renaissance and greco-roman arch- re- greco-roman renderings and everything mm-hmm. it, it just felt too heavy on it i was just looking at this like this house looks like a fucking like book cover of a fucking barnes and noble see that's interesting to me because i i think that actually this because the setting was so ostentatious it helped me uh because it, it further a pushes it into a realm that i find to be almost surreal uh you know we we can't relate we are not no, no we are fucking we're not motherfuckers. men yes we uh we scramble together to get our rent together every <laughs> at the end of every month uh, don't remind me we'll have to drink <laughs> yep, some more that's coming up uh but you know uh and you know and these these characters are plan- plotting to kill uh, the stepfather and, and you know not to belittle anyone's experiences but when your stepfather's still you know providing you with what is basically like a free ride mm. everywhere mm. it's, it's kind of hard for you to like it, it, actually it, say that he's a fucking piece of shit yes he was a piece of he shit. he was a piece of shit but he was rich piece of shit she mm-hmm. didn't have a reason to complain we poor motherfuckers have a mm-hmm. reason to complain and now here's kind of where i want to get into one of my complaints with the movie and that uh despite there not being many characters in the movie one thing i think is very positive about this movie and others um 
I don't think the relationships are all that well fleshed out between the actual characters there. Now, I do think that the uh, friendship and back and forth sort of up and down relationship between uh, Amanda and Lily, the two main characters, I think that's done very well. Um, However, I really didn't get a great sense on why or what the relationship between Lily and her stepfather was. Um, I did get that he was a dick. Mm. He he was in, indubitably a dick. He Maybe. never seemed to be too much of anything else but a dick, though. Yeah. He, there was, I mean, not saying that any movie, you know. I mean, he he wasn't abusive. He not wasn't... Really. Uh, sabotaging Mm-mm. um he was i wouldn't say supportive but he was paying for her boarding school mm-hmm. uh you know it's kind of hard for and then you know and then obviously um we have our drug dealer played by anton yelkin who i actually think didn't have enough screen time in mm. this movie now um I'm not sure on the timeline. I'm not sure how much of that is due to his un, you know, his untimely passing, but it does feel like there was more of an opportunity for him in the film. Um, and as such, he felt a little like an over, like like an oversight or like an afterthought. Um, despite I think his scenes being probably the most entertaining of the movie. Oh, absolutely. Um, like, yeah, it, absolutely great in it. Um, However, outside of that, yeah, I really can't say that I... The mother, too, also the mother, was a very unfleshed-out yeah, relationship. I agree. Um, despite it's it, Lily's seeming that she was... Cares for her mother. Yeah, she cares for her mother, and she was concerned about how the stepfather was treating her in a way, but we are never really... But we never really yeah. see any reason he why. Gets, he, he gets, gets mad at her once, and then she says that he likes her to be tan. But and that's kind of yeah, that's not rich the coolest but... white dude fucking things. <laughs> I mean, Every, I I defer to your judgment on the rich fucking white dudes. I think you know them better than I do, probably. Oh, but West coast man, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, no. Otherwise, I mean, at the, I, there were some points where it had he not been played as such a dick very well, um, then I would have thought. Yay! Don't 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 don't, don't fucking don't kill hurt him. him. Don't leave that boy alone. You know, hey teacher, leave, leave that, that boy leave alone. Leave that boy alone. Yeah. yeah. So, uh you know, we we do our ratings here, and now I want you to give it a score one out of one. You know, a five star scale, two and a half being average. 0.5 being the worst and 5 being uh among your personal canon of film. Let's see. I would give it hmm. I'll give it a 3. I'll give it a solid 3. Hmm. Wasn't my favorite. Would I like watch it again? Not really. Mm-hmm. I I enjoyed it. I if friends got it on. Yeah, I'll watch it and all that. But other than that, mm-hmm. I I can't say that this film like really did anything for me. Mm-hmm. 
Now, I I will disagree with you here. I will put it at a solid four stars. I think that this is a movie that I would say seek out this movie. Go see it in theaters. Uh, snappy dialogue, very interesting cinematography, a few long takes in the movie that were actually very gorgeous, mm. um, and a very engaging score along with some great acting performances. Uh, so far, make this uh, one of my preferred watches of the year. I mean, the year is young, but uh, definitely would go see. Uh, you know what? Might even go see it again. Might go do that. Well, you're more than welcome right. to. Now, uh, I want to do something with you here. Uh, thank you for inviting me along to the theater. Uh, I knew I could go, but it was good to have your permission. Um, now, I take it you haven't looked at the tomato meter or the meta score for this movie yet absolutely not now i want to get your based on what you saw what do you think the tomato meter is the tomato meter is the percent of critics that said yes go see this movie and then i want you to give the meta score which is the average score out of 100 let's see i'm gonna say that this movie because i do see what you're where you're coming from here I'm going to say that at least this is at least an 80% around on Rotten Tomatoes, mm-hmm. give or take 5%. Um, and then on Metacritic, I'm going to go 85 on it. I'll, I'll go up a little bit for the Metacritic. Just so you know, uh, most movies do not score higher on Metacritic than they do on Rotten Tomatoes. Um, but you know, interesting guest nonetheless. I'm just an intern. You are just an again though. You did say you were like, you said you had your master's in film, and you know, yeah. but like I don't know. You you don't seem to be like all that engaged silent with the movies. Film. Yeah, I guess uh, are silent films that different to you from yeah. the talkies. Yeah. What about? Okay, what if... Do you how much, know how much more expression you have to put on your face when you're doing a silent film? There's no words. Nobody can hear your sound of your voice. <laughs> and it, so it's just the acting that turns it around for you. Nothing else. Absolutely. All right. 100%. Well, we're learning a lot about you. I, you know what? We're going to be learning a lot about you in the coming days. Uh, I've decided that I can't get ready of you immediately just because this is such a small operation i need all the help i can get mm, but hell yeah you do uh, okay well you know that doesn't mean i'm not looking uh mm-hmm. anyways uh just so you know you were pretty close on the tomato meter uh tomato meter gave an 86 percent. it's a certified it's fresh right. so i missed that one by a percent uh give or take does not count here you said 80 take. you said 80 uh I so said, you're off by six percent um mm-hmm. so that's six percent off your final grade uh and the meta score was at a 76 um again missed it yeah i'm yeah so i think i think yeah it should deserve a four stars so i would say around 80 uh would be good um but yeah it definitely has my endorsement so we're going to take uh another break here and when we come back we have a very special segment uh we're going to do some bit uh, we're going to Lift the curtain on the podcast, and we're going to show you uh, our process on how we will be determining our theme song. So it was very special. So stick around. We'll be right I back. Shit was stolen. Uh, it it got stolen, but you know. Uh, uh, all right. So bit of background here. Uh, 
Dr. John, who was our uh, guest last week, um, we we hired him to do our uh, song, and uh, he ran out. He ran out with the podcast episode. He he took my laptop and took the file, ripped it right off of it, uh, and he ran away with our theme songs. However, over the week, he sent me three samples and said, "Choose." Nothing else. And every time I text him back, he just says choose again. So we're going to try and determine which we want to choose. So stick around. Help us come up with our theme song. We'll be right back. And we are back. I'm here with our intern, Shane. Shane, how you feeling? I'm doing all right. Doing all right. Mm-hmm. How's that? the sad OJ treating you? Sad OJ treating me nice. Cuddling me real nice. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm glad that you're getting a lot out of this internship. Uh, I'm still wondering how I got the short stick on this one. But, hey, I, I found something that maybe you could help me with some Shoot. work here. Look, we're down a theme song. We talked about it. The we people need a theme know song? it. We need a theme song. We do need it. People song. won't listen if there's no theme song. What's the Music point of listening? Music is the way to reach a person's soul. Exactly. So... I have here, I have three samples All right. uh, for for some basic melodies for theme songs. I figure we listen to this. We let Dr. John know which one we like. Mm-hmm. We beg him. We plead it with him. And hopefully he gets back to us with which one, you know, we choose. No, you just pay a ransom, Carter. Uh, I, I, just, I don't like to think about paying that guy. He... I don't even know what his doctorate is in. I, I we he pay, said he had you like pay, three. You, what do you you pay Somali pirates to release hostages? How is this any different? I but I don't know. I mean, I knew this guy for a while. I just feel like I got jipped. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you could offer that advice of me. Yeah. Now, all right. So we've got three samples. Uh, this first one he's titled "Happy Dance." So let's just sit back. We're going to listen to this. We're going to play it. This is a Drunk Idiot Review exclusive. The first sample for a possible theme song. So let's take a listen. Thoughts? Well, you know, it's certainly a happy. I mean, we, we mm-hmm. were grooving to that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we had a little uh, simultaneous shoulder shake, as mm-hmm. it's called. Yeah, simultaneous shoulder shake. Mm-hmm. It's about as like much of a dance as a white man can uh, really muster. I don't know, Shane. I can get those arms involved. You know, they can go up and down like my main man Johnny Travolta. You oh. know, Saturday Night Fever. Oh. That was a silent movie. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I mean, my speakers were out, but I understand. Yeah, everything. I saw that movie, Car, and no. What? What? No. 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 All right, it's a beautiful film. No. More beautiful, man. Uh, so this this second one, this one's called Up and Down Tipsy Turvy. 
Uh, sounds like Dr. John's getting a little crazy with us here, so let's let's take it a listen to this one. Thoughts. Sounds like a happy car horn. Happy car horn. <laughs> I think these are just the basic melodies he wants to work with. Yeah, um, I, I I really like the happy dance a little bit more. Than I think I like though. the first one, but I I gotta tell you, Shane, I like me some synth. I you like the, you some synth. The synth is beautiful. And I, you know what? Synth I like is beautiful to a certain point. I like imagining myself living in an '80s music video, though. Jesus Christ! Hey, I'm your boss. You gotta deal with this, okay? No more. Hey, we don't. We don't. I. I. I I'm a cool guy. I let you get by on a lot of things, but when you bring the Lord's name in vain, that. That's that's a no go. Jesus is on my side in this one, sir. Jesus looked down Mm, upon the eighties and then backed away real fast. Well, I will talk to him later, but you know what? I I don't like the way this conversation is going. I got him on speed dial, man. I'm I'm gonna. All right, we're we're going to church on next Sunday. Next Sunday we're going to church. All right, I'll hold you up to that, motherfucker. (laughs) Okay, well, again, please, you know, we're talking about Jesus and you're cussing. It's it's just a bad look overall. Jesus loves me, this I know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah, you think you're so funny, but mm-hmm. okay. All right. This last one is called Catchy and Something. Uh, the, the rest of the title is cut off. I can't I can't right. actually read it. I'm intrigued. A little mystery is good for the bone. I For the bone? The bones. The, which bone? The rib. male bone? This rib. The, the, the second rib? The second rib. I don't know where this is on my rib cage. I, mean, I didn't. Second... I don't. I, I don't got as many doctorates as Doctor John. No, Doctor John. He he is. Doctor John will be able to tell me. He'll. Where this he's rib definitely was. the most affluent. Uh, you know, going back to our main theme of affluenza, uh, he is the most affluent uh, guest I think we'll ever have on here. Amen. Um, but all right, so this one, uh, catchy and blank. Let's go ahead and take a listen. think that one's where the money's at i i actually agree yeah i you know what and he that i dig that he sent uh, along with saying hey a wipe uh just want to let you know i think there's one clear winner number three is money uh by the way pay me um so i I think he he saved i think that's worse than i think that's worth the money sir he saved the best for last, and you know what? I'm inclined to give it to him. I think I think that's the one. It made me feel like I was in uh, a movie theater in the Pokemon world. Yeah. Yeah. No, I dig that. And no, I, I think it too. really worked. I think he did it. All right, so we've, we've figured that out, uh, and I think we're coming to the close of our first episode. Is that 
what's happening here? I, yeah, I mean, you're the boss, sir. Okay. Uh, well, do you not know when you're I've up been asking, end? I've been asking you to keep time, though. Where are we at? Shit. Did you set a timer at least, or? Yeah, yeah we're close to. It. I think we got maybe a minute or two. A minute or two. What? Maybe, what does that mean? Like fifteen seconds to a minute. Fifteen seconds to a minute. Of what? Like, what was our goal? I asked you to to shoot to pick the goal. I asked you to figure out our. You're segment the boss, like. man. You should know when this shit's oh, gonna end. Man, I just, I this feels. You're like the host. It. This feels like a lot. I, You're I, the driving power. I brought you on here to help me out. You're the hammer. I I need I need someone to pick the hammer up. Otherwise, I'm just a useless tool. Yeah, start swinging. I'm I am the hammer. I can't swing myself. What do you want me to swing? Do you want me to just run this shit? No, I want you to help me. <laughs> the the hammer still does the you. work. I told you we had a 15 to 15 seconds to a minute. Oh my god! But you know we've already gone over. We've gone over all that time. Then we already. got about like 30 seconds to a minute. Mm, okay. Uh What do you want? All right, I you know I all right. I have approximate knowledge of this shit. That, that's all I got. I feel like for the college credit, you should have exacts. You know, I maybe exact. that's exact. Exact. Like what the fuck is this? The IRS? No. <laughs> I didn't think it was so involved as your taxes. By the way, do I have to like? Send, I, I'm not paying you, so I don't have to send anything on taxes, right? I don't. I don't think so. Okay, sorry, sorry again that you thought I was paying you, but again, I do think that was your fault for reading into that. This is America, man. I mean, underpaid or not paid—that's mm. the way. That's where you got to choose. All right. Well, you know, we're all patriots here, but uh, amen. Shane, is there anything? You want to, you know, thank you again for stepping in. This is outside of your normal duties, even if you aren't doing your normal duties well. Uh, and I appreciate it. We're actually going to be seeing you again uh, in just a couple of weeks for another Isle of Dogs. For Isle of Dogs that we had you pre scheduled for. Mm. But uh, until that time, is there anything that you uh wanted to say to the listeners out there anything you wanted to plug anything that you want to let people know you're you got your little little sticky fingers into i, I, I tell you people i've noticed this a lot about with movies nowadays is there's been a portrayal of connecticut as just a land of rich people and i'm gonna tell you in the cities this is not the case we have nothing but disdain for the rich people in connecticut and Nothing more than we would like. Nothing more than just to slit their throats and just take their money. All right. Well, you heard it here first. Intern Shane leading an uprising against the one percent of Connecticut. Stay tuned on how that works out. Uh, but again, thank you for being on. And now, I just like to say a quick little thank you to everyone who has sat through all of this drivel. Um, you know, on the last episode that uh, we recorded, you know, I, I said a nice thank you, and I'll say that again. I just wanted to thank every everyone who who pushed me to do this, everyone who stayed behind me to do this, and uh, you know, otherwise I really wouldn't have done it. I would have talked myself out of it. Um, so thank you to my family, thank you to my wonderful friends, uh, and thank you for anyone who listens. Honestly, anyone listening to this is a is a boon unto itself, uh, and an extra special thanks. For those who stuck with me when that first episode uh, disappeared, because that was a really shitty thing to happen, 
but you know what? I like to think that we're bouncing back and we're going to be doing big things. Oh, oh, that's funny to you. That's funny to you? All right, you know what? I'm getting really sick of it. I, maybe, maybe he won't be back. Oh, you know, check back next week to see if intern Shane's still around. Until then, you know this this has been Carter Nordyke. This is drunk idiot reviews. And remember, if you are drinking or if you are watching a movie, then I am watching you. Have a good night. <laughs>